Have you ever wanted to listen to two random dudes on the internet talk about their views? Well, I'm Matt. And I'm Bill. And this is the Two Dudes with a View podcast. Welcome back to episode 18 of the Two Dudes with a View podcast. As always, my name is Matt, and I am joined by... He's not grumpy today. He is old. Um, I'm just joined by the old man, Bill. How's it going, buddy? Here I, here I am. Oh, I'm, a, I'm off tomorrow. This is a good day. You're still kicking. I got an interview in the morning, so... Actually, um, an hour from when this comes out, I'm going to be sitting in an interview, so... It's been a stressful, stressful day. I'll just say that. Been doing a lot of running around on top of preparing. I can't even talk. It's easy for you to say. I know, right? Um, We got to talk about it because we missed it the last episode. And whether it was by design or not, but we missed it. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of happened. Um, so I'm going to ask you first, because I got nothing really good to say about mine, but how's, your, how's the weather for you? Uh, shitty. I, I think it's spring again, all of a sudden. It's spring with summer weather, like summer temperatures, because it's 95 degrees outside, but then just raining and being miserable. Uh, but the rain doesn't help. Well, actually, it helped the other day. We went to this uh, local carnival. And right before we left, it was like it was the hottest day of the year since 2002. It was so goddamn hot. I didn't even want to go anywhere, really. But we already made plans to go. And then it just downpoured. And we went outside and we're like, wow, this is actually manageable. It's not hot and humid. And normally when it rains, it gets humid. Yeah, well, um, let's see. So since Thursday's episode came out, again, we didn't talk about the weather on Thursday's episode. But hey, uh, I'm just going to keep it relevant here. So since Thursday's episode came out, Thursday morning, it downpoured, not even downpoured, it legit was the worst, one of the worst thunderstorms I've ever witnessed, uh, Thursday night into Friday morning, and of course, because of all that rain, it made Friday just a miserable son of a bitch, I mean, we're talking 90-95 minimum, excluding humidity, uh, and then it rained Friday, it started at like 2 a.m., I guess Saturday, technically, rained into Saturday morning, which made it even more miserable. Again, we're talking 90, 95. And then today, it didn't rain last night, but it was just miserably hot. I clocked the, the, the normal temperature again without humidity was 95. My pool was 86 degrees today. That, that doesn't fucking happen. That just never happens. Um, which you was, need a bucket of ice. It was refreshing, but yeah, I mean... It was miserable, just plain miserable. Um, I, I, like you said, it's summer weather. The summer temperatures, um, with I, I can't tell if it's like spring showers or just monsoon season. 
Yeah, it's like the it's the spring forecast, the spring weather forecast or precipitation forecast with summer weather or summer temperature forecast. Pretty much, yeah. And uh either way, I hate it. So, uh screw you mother nature, I guess. That's all I can say. Now it's probably going to snow tomorrow because I live in central New York and that can happen at any point in the year. Um it could be 95 one day and negative 4 the next, so. Um Okay, we got a lot to cover this episode, and I feel like this is great, because the last few Monday episodes, we've really stuck to just, like, one topic, and today we got a bunch. Um, but before we start, I want to bring up a story that I read about today, that it's a horrible story, but it's by far one of the dumbest and yet hilarious stories I've ever read then again, it's a New York City story, so I mean, it's not, it can't be that horrible and that dumb because they're all dumb down there. But let me, I'm just going to read the headline to you, Bill, and I, I just want you to give me your initial gut reaction here, okay? Uh, you got my attention. McDonald's worker in New York City dies after being shot in neck over fries that are cold. Okay, go ahead, say that again. Yeah, again, McDonald's worker in New York City dies after being shot in neck over cold fries. That's the actual headline. Uh, that son of a bitch really wanted his fries hot. It wasn't Would his... it have been too... Hold on. It wasn't his fries. Here, here's the story, okay? I just, gotta, I just gotta lay this into you. McDonald's worker, just chilling, right? Doing his job, making fries, hamburgers, whatever. He's sitting there, whatever. This lady comes in, okay? Complains, right. complains. I guess she's on FaceTime is what the police said. She was on FaceTime with her son. And she orders fries or whatever and something else. And she got a little angry that her fries were cold and approached said worker that has now died uh, and was arguing with him. Now, again, they were on. this woman was on FaceTime with her son who police in New York City accuse of coming back to said McDonald's later that night, finding said worker that made fries, and then shooting him in the neck, where, again... The, the, the son came back. Yes. Not the lady who actually was eating the fries or angry at the fact that the fries were cold, but her son that was on FaceTime with her while she was angry. Uh, came back later that night, shot him point blank in the neck, uh, and he was rushed to the hospital where he, he later died. Yeah. Um, I, so here's the suspect's a twenty year old too. Just well, that, that makes sense. I, I'm not shocked there. But if the lady said, "Hey, my fries are cold," uh, McDonald's would make you more fries. Like that the the, uh, the objective, at least they should, because the objective in a business like that. Again, you know, I know a little bit about business. The objective of a business, especially in food service, is to retain your customers because your customers feed your revenue and give you a capital so you're able to continue to grow and hire new people. And if I if I go into a place and I say, hey, you know, or if I order food, I hardly ever go in and eat. So if I go through a drive through and get my food and come home and it's messed up, we call them. They say they write our name down and when we're in the area... And we stop in, they give us that order for free. Yeah. Right. So if you're standing in front of the dude that makes you the fries and you say, hey, 
these bastards are cold. He should be like, oh, I'm, I apologize. I'll get you some new ones. And then that would have been the end of it. So uh, who, like at, at the end of the day, I don't want to say that the guy that shot the guy's right because he shouldn't have, he should have kept his nose out of the fucking thing in the first place. But if the worker didn't just say that very simple sentence, oh, I'm sorry, we'll get you new ones. That all that could have been avoided. So, like, is there a video of the argument, or is this I, just hearsay now? Until there is no video of the argument um, at this time. The only witnesses are obviously the other workers that are there. Um, but they do say New York City police do say that um, the individual uh, a his girlfriend was arrested for trying to hide the gun that he used to shoot the dude, uh, and b that um, the twenty year old that ended up shooting him. Uh, had been questioned uh, in October of 2020 for the fatal shooting of a 28-year-old, but there was not enough evidence to arrest him at the time. After they detained him for this McDonald's shooting, uh, the guy was questioned again about it and pretty much unknowingly said, uh, yeah, I did that shooting too, so I'm guessing he's going to get charged with that. Uh, so it's not the first time that they've dealt with him for you know murder. So, I mean... And that's why I say all the time that I'm glad that I will be dead before this up this generation that's coming up actually has any kind of uh, authority or power in this this country, because that's that's an irrational son of a bitch. He he deserves to be in jail. They probably should have put his ass in jail right from the giddy up and just called it good enough. You don't just what are whatever happened to you know just going and punching the guy in the face and getting an assault charge. Yeah, now well. you're going to sit in jail for the rest of your life because you're an idiot and your mommy didn't get uh, hot fries, which she probably ended up getting hot fries anyway. So now she got the hot fries, and he got gets to go to jail for shooting a guy in the neck because he, what did he think, that he was cool? Like, beats is me. He gonna try to, is he going to try to try to Kyle Rittenhouse it and say he was just defending his mom? Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know. Just, the, again... It's a sad story, but the guy's the dumbest criminal in New York City right now. Yeah, it sucks that there's a family right now that's going through some shit because, you know, there was a guy doing his job at work. Probably shouldn't have been arguing with a customer, I would say, but didn't deserve to die over it. That's pretty clear. Like, you don't just fucking blast somebody in the neck because, ah, that's, you're right. It's, he is the dumbest criminal probably that I've seen and, or, or heard about in quite a while. I'm just... To wrap this up, I'm just waiting for the police to figure out that the guy that got shot wasn't the one actually making the fries, and it was someone else, and this kid just walked in and mistakenly, well, didn't mistakenly, but thought that was the guy and shot him, and it really wasn't, and so now some innocent dude that literally was involved in none of this is dead. I'm just waiting for that storyline to come out. Oh, yeah, it's probably next. Yeah, give it a few days. Anywho, what do you got for uh, to kick us off? Um, so it's nothing big. Uh, I just, it, it popped up on my phone today and I thought this is kind of interesting because normally you don't hear about it this way, but, uh, Cleveland, Black, Cleveland Browns player Kareem Hunt requested his trade from the, the Browns. Uh, I think it said he only played eight games last year and he didn't feel like the team values him or whatever. And he just wanted to get the hell out of there. And the team said, no, you're sticking around. But normally that kind of discussion, like there's a, a trade deadline and, and the waiver wire and all this, you know, stuff to do it. And it just feels like maybe 
that could be why. Uh, it might be past that time, or maybe the Browns just say, you know, we're not going to get nothing for you, so why the hell are we going to get rid of you? But with also in terms of that, this is the uh, a notification that popped up literally minutes ago is that this is the first weekend, or this is the last weekend until February that we're going to go without NFL or Canadian Football League uh, coverage. That's correct. NFL preseason, first Bills game is Saturday. Four o'clock kickoff. Excited. Yeah, but going back to the Browns, I mean, to be fair, uh, he's got a point. I don't think the Browns really value and care about themselves, let alone the players, but, I mean, that's besides the point. Uh, I do think that the trade deadlines have passed, and if I remember correctly, they've they've most certainly passed, especially with preseason less than a week away. Uh, the first, I think the first game is played Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so uh, I went, I'm not surprised that they denied it. If that's the reason, I mean, if there's underlying reasons and they're like, no, screw you, uh, you're going to stay with us and we're going to play you when we want you to play. And that's about it. Um, then, I mean, I guess good for the Browns for sticking up for themselves and bad for him for getting rejected. I just think it's the fact that. Obviously, it's the end of the the like the preseason is about to start in a couple of days, so all the teams already have their depth chart figured out and how they're going to rotate and what they're going to do, who the starters are. No team is going to give up a player right now for another player just to try to for both teams now to have to figure out where the hell we're going. What, what what are we going to do with these two new players? Like, you know, say say uh, Kareem Hunt went to Buffalo and Buffalo sent somebody down there well now they got to figure out how can they fit kareem hunt into their scheme that they've already put together since they've developed their s1 and s2 like their squad one and squad twos so there's i i just think that this is kind of like a stupid thing but i i also thought that it warranted some kind of conversation since the nfl uh app decided to make it a point to send me a notification about it happening yeah um, I just want to real quick on shit football teams because it just it came in my head while we were talking about the Cleveland Browns. Um, I saw a picture, a side-by-side picture of, uh, because obviously stadium practices happened for most teams on Monday, the, the first official practice in the stadium, because uh, everyone else uses like college campuses or their, their own like practice fields and such for their training camps. Uh, and they do, per NFL rules, they're only allowed a certain number of practices on the actual field. Um, so I saw uh, field practice pictures side-by-side side of the Washington Commanders Redskins football team and the Buffalo Bills. The Bills had 35-something thousand fans in attendance for practice. The whole entire first section, like first set all the way around the stadium was filled. And the Washington... Commanders Redskins football team only had like a couple thousand people show up and the seats were it was literally like walking into an empty football stadium which you know what they should I do? found hilarious I think the commanders what they should do is they should have like the, the letter C that they have for the commander and then put a headdress on it <laughs> oh, that would piss some people off I love it I'm all about pissing people off 
I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Screw that. That is that is so stupid. They've been the Redskins forever. Now all of a sudden people are butt hurt. Nobody's butt hurt. Two people were, so they decided to change it. It's all and they takes... wouldn't even they wouldn't even changed it if the sponsor of the stadium said if you don't change it we're leaving. Yeah, pretty much. It's about right. Um. Anywho, let's go on to. I want to make a specific point about the next thing, but there's a lot of buildup that both me and Bill have topics about that we just want to cover to begin with here. Um, so we want to take it over to like the Middle East area, essentially overseas, um, not just the Middle East, but also like uh, the whole shit show that happened with Pelosi trying to travel the world as like the vice president almost because um, apparently she thinks she has all the power in the world to bring world peace and, and hunger. It's... Maybe we should just make her vice president and see what the fuck happens. I mean... Yeah, because that's what we need. A, a, an 85-year-old president or whatever <laughs> the hell he is and an 80-year-old vice president. Well, maybe they'll both go out at the same time. I don't know. Um, we'll have knitting hour or something. <laughs> It'll be required by law that you must knit between the hours of 4 and 5 p.m. That and you have to have, you know... Nap time is between noon and one thirty. You know? Yeah. Followed by, you, know, you got to make sure your dockers are all nice and shined up. Yeah. I could see it. Um, why don't you, because you, you really brought this up uh, pre-recording. Why don't you kick everyone off with Pelosi's trip, and then I'll go into all the other shit that's going on over there. All right, so it was like weeks ago now that, that she announced that she was going to go over to Taiwan for this visit. And there was really no specific reason for the visit. Like there was normally when, when a, a diplomat travels to another country, they go there for a reason. They go there, go there to discuss, you know, climate change or whatever the case may be. Um, the only thing that I could think is this is kind of like a, was a show of solidarity. Hey, we know that Russia's banging the shit out of Ukraine. So we know China's fixing to come attack you guys, so let's come over there and just show you that we're with you. That's the only thing I can think that was the reason why she went. It also marks the first time in history that um, a diplomat of one political party went to another country without having people on board of the opposing political party to show that the country was united. Even though they disagree on everything, they go together just to show that you know, they're, they're a team, but so she goes there, China decides to start launching missiles all over the damn place, uh, you know, over it, around it, not hitting nothing in Taiwan, just basically flexing, sending warships out, threatening that they were going to shoot the, uh, Air Force Two out of the sky. Um, and then she gets, you know, does all this happy shit over there. Nothing accomplished, not a damn thing meaningful was accomplished. Uh, she comes back, you get uh, China announces that they issued sanctions on her and her family and um, threatens the United States that, you know, they shouldn't have got involved. And it, it, it basically boiled down to and he had Joe Biden even tell him Pelosi before she left. Don't go. I'll give the guy credit. He was right. She shouldn't have went. What the hell? That cost hundreds of thousands of dollars for her to go over there. And accomplish absolutely fucking nothing. Yeah, for what? A couple hundred thousand dollars just so she can go over there and take pictures. Actually, it accomplished a lot of things just negatively. 
being shit. Yeah, nothing we good. Got, we got fighter planes, fighter planes trying to chase down our jet and missiles being launched, and now we're sending multiple aircraft carrier strike groups to the the strait there. Yeah. Just... Yeah, it was. It's completely a waste of time. There was no point in going. The only reason that I feel, and this is just me personally, that's the reason why she went was she she ain't got very long to be the Speaker of the House. True. I think, you know, the, the entire country has come to the conclusion that the Republicans are going to take over in November and it gets sworn in in January, and that's going to be the end of Pelosi's career. Um, so she just thought, well, what the hell? I have the ability and the authority to charter this plane and go for a flight. So I'm going to do it just to go on one last major vacation and make myself look stupid. Listen, I mean, let's just say, again, she she accomplished things in the negative, uh, very much so with the fact that now, again, like I said, we got warships moving that cost us more money. We got fighter pilots trying to chase her down. We literally shut down, like, all of Taiwan for her to go in there and do nothing. So, I mean, eh. listen, I, I'm in agreement with you. I'm pretty sure everyone's aware that Republicans are going to take over. It's just how it happens. It, it, regardless, if there's a Republican president in office, in the midterms, Democrats take over the, the House and the Senate. It always happens. And if there's a Democratic president, Republicans take over the House and the Senate. That's just, again, how it always happens. And I think everyone's accepted that. And she, like you said, she's just trying to do what she can while she can. Yeah, one last power I play. Listen, I don't think if, if, if Republicans do take over, right, Obviously, they're not electing her as Speaker of the House, so um, I think that by the next time Democrats take over, she's going to be either out of office or not voted in as Speaker of the House. That's just my my hunch. But well, she pretty much shit on him. Like I give every. You know, I like I said all the you know I, I'm I'm neither Democrat or Republican. I'm a realist. I look at the facts and I make a decision. Um, she hasn't done nothing good for a very long time. It's been it, it what it was was first off. Let's be clear on the fact that nobody cared about politics until Trump became president. Correct. Right? You didn't, it was you just didn't hear about it. You friends never got together and talked about how stupid somebody was, or you know that just wasn't a thing. We everybody just said, "Ah, fuck, doesn't matter. It's not an affect me." Um, but then when Trump became president, it was the Democrats going, "Oh well, you know, we gotta this guy's basically basically breaking the code of conduct that we operate under and doing things his own way." So all you heard was, you know, Democrats good, Trump bad. Now Trump's not in office. Now all you hear is Democrats bad, Trump good. So I don't know. I'm looking for a Trump DeSantos ticket. I, we've talked about this before. I don't think that's going to happen. But I mean, Trump's already said now he's going to run. Uh, just a matter of with who at this point. Um, well, it ain't. It ain't going to be. Uh, uh, what the hell is his name? Pence? The old vice president. Yeah, it ain't going to be a Trump-Pence ticket. I'll tell you <laughs> no, that. it's not. Um, I do want to say before we wrap up this and we go into the other things happening over there, uh, 
initial sums and guesses at how much that trip costs is right around the $90 million mark. And that includes the security for her, the U.S. military presence, uh, you know, the actual trip costs, like, you know, jet fuel is not cheap right now. Uh, so $90 million is the estimated cost. There's no actual numbers on it right now, but that's the estimated cost. That's 90 with an M. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking money. Like, yeah, That's a lot of money. It really is. For what, though? Absolutely nothing. Her to piss people off, that's what for. Including, including people here. They could have just threw that $90 million into the defense budget. Or gave Taiwan $90 million and said, here, buy some shit. Yeah. Pretty much. Or literally anything else. You know, she's, she's, she's big into climate change, yet she just flew literally all the way around the world in a private jet. Yeah, because jets are very green. Yeah. But we have to drive electric cars, you know? Or we're going to have to here shortly. Especially in New York. Uh, don't worry. Uh, that's going to be a topic coming soon on Matt's Mindset Podcast, just FYI. Um, small plug there. Uh, hey, a little plug. Anywho, I want to get into the other things that are happening over in the specifically the Middle East now, and that's with Israel and Gaza and that whole mess that's been going on for, I don't even, like, I can't even count that high how long that's been going on in years. Um, essentially, it's back in an uproar. There was a ceasefire last year at some point that was signed by both sides that essentially said, eh, we're going to step back from this, gain our minds, and just go from there. And clearly that lasted long, but, you know, it's in, they're, they're both in an uproar. Violence has erupted. Uh, uh, a Palestinian Islamic Jihad uh, senior commander was killed in an airstrike that Israel launched um, for whatever reason. We don't even know at this point. And then all of a sudden now, obviously Gaza's in an uproar and... The Palestinian Islamic Jihad's in an uproar, and there's now, I guess, from from the videos we've seen, is that essentially Israeli forces have been not necessarily carpet bombing, but essentially carpet bombing um, places in Gaza. They leveled a house uh, with one airstrike, had like 15 people in it, poof, gone, literally disintegrated. And there were Israel's reporting that it's because there's an imminent threat from milit, you know, militant squads on the Palestinian side. Palestinians like, oh, this was unprovoked. Again, it's been like 25 years that this is going on. Yet, the point I wanted to make, and I said I'm, I wanted to make a point with both Pelosi's trip to Taiwan and the whole China thing over there, and the Israel Gaza Palestinian issues that's been going on for how many years. Bill, when was the last time you heard a major news story from Ukraine or Russia? Uh, honestly, it's been weeks because it's like kind of a, a stalemate now. They're they're not going nowhere now. Like if you Google it or YouTube it, you'll find videos of them. Yeah, you know, Russia blowing up this, and then Ukraine blowing up them. But it the, basically it's not a topic anymore. That's that's headline news. Exactly. So. Why are we, I mean, granted, 
it's new news when we got countries and groups and essentially religions going after one another, but it's been going on for 25 years. So why are we bringing this back up? It's literally the same stuff that was happening last year that we were all in an uproar about. And now we're talking about, you know, Pelosi. Oh, I'm going to go to Taiwan. Why, why don't you go to Ukraine? Uh, why don't you go to, you know, England and maybe, you know, retie some relations over there that have been fucked up the past, you know, two years. Uh, or literally any other country that could use it more than Taiwan uh, for no reason and spend that $90 million somewhere else. So is all of this just, I mean, I'm not going to speculate here because I don't know, but it's just, it's been a few weeks, if not a month now, that I haven't seen a major story come out of Ukraine and Russia. I haven't seen one. A month ago, we were talking about it every freaking day. It was on every news, it was on every news station. It was in every newspaper. You heard it multiple times on the radio. We were sending... I don't even know how many millions, if not billions at this point, over there. And now it's just all like, we don't hear a thing about it. We're yeah, hearing about because... 25-year-old issues that don't matter. Well, it's like I was going to say, it's because the Russia-Ukraine thing isn't as important as the fact that China is going to invade Taiwan. So, like, prior to Russia invading Ukraine, remember the news stories. It was every day for, like, two months. Russia's putting troops here. This is going to happen. We know it's going to happen soon. It's an imminent invasion. All kinds of news stories. We knew then that China was going to follow Russia's lead. Oh, we knew that 100%. They were just making Russia look like the bad guy. Let them go do it first. Yeah. That if we go do it, the, the only difference there is Taiwan, technically speaking, is part of China, technically speaking, but it's not because they they became independent of each other. Like, uh, Russia is threatening to take back uh, Alaska from us because they we signed a, a deal that we would have control of Alaska, and now there's a way that they can petition to have that removed where we would lose Alaska. But at the end of the day, we know that's not going to happen. Yeah. Much like we know that, and China knows that if they invade Taiwan, the world is coming to them. There's a difference between Ukraine and Taiwan in the fact that Taiwan uh, is part of the UN. So if, if China puts one combat boot on the ground in Taiwan in a malicious way, and it's viewed as an act of provocation, here comes the world. Yeah. So China's not going to make a stupid decision like that. Like, they could put it on the news if they want to. They could fear-monger everybody if they want to. But if you have a brain, you know that one country, even though they're the second biggest superpower, is not going to take on the other five superpowers plus, you know, like, other countries that are just part of the alliance. It's it's not going to happen. It, it'd be the quickest. I don't want to say the quickest war because, in theory, Iraq and Afghanistan should have been quick wars too. Yeah, but well, our pullout game was really, bad there. So it, it's going to be it's going to be a, a really big uh, humiliation to China, and that's not a good thing because they have a big red button, you know. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> but it, 
I mean, we thought that about, I mean, it's still possible. I, listen, I'm just going to throw this out there real quick. Uh, when was the last time you heard from Putin? Yeah, anyway. Is he uh, dead? I don't have, I don't have an answer for that because like, um, this whole thing that just happened, I think yesterday or day before, or it might even been a couple days ago now. I'm not even sure. I just seen it yesterday, but it was about the Russia taking back Alaska. All these vice presidents of this and foreign ministers of this, and they were all ones talking. But at no point was was Putin's name mentioned in that entire thing, even though it was all Russian. It was it was subtitled so that you could read it. Uh, not once was Putin's name in it. Now, if anybody's going to say, I want that back, it's going to be the guy that runs the country that says, I want that back. You would think. I'm so, just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying. I haven't heard his name in forever. Like he was I doing. Seen, he was doing daily. Either. He was doing like daily videos and speeches, and I haven't seen that in months. Yeah, making everybody sit at the end of the table, and him at one end, and four other people sitting together at the other end of the table. Yeah, no, it's. I'm just saying. We you, called you bring it. Up a good point. We called it multiple. I think it was like one of our first episodes that he had some illness or something, and he found out he's dying, and he just said, "Fuck the world." Yep, he just go. Let's go see what I can see what I can do before I die. This will be my last legacy. Just saying, not not speculating. I'm just saying though. Uh, anywho, yeah, the the, the entire like, well, I guess the entire Western or Eastern part of the world. I guess Western, if you want to look at it that way too. I mean, it's all the fucking same. No well, matter which way, as you say, matter which way around the world you go, uh, it's all the same. So uh, everywhere but the United States is, I mean, you know what? The whole world's fucked. <laughs> just gonna put that out there. Just gonna, just yeah. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big shit show. Um, and it doesn't matter who the president is at this point of the United States because it's gonna take an act of God at this point to. Sp- calm people that i don't know what happened because all of a sudden one day it was like somebody flipped a light switch and everybody became childish uh everybody that was that's in a thought has a, a any kind of authority decided that they were gonna just see if they could abuse the shit out of it and start testing other countries when like why would that why would you matt if you were running a country say you were in charge of china Okay, and you know that if you piss off the world, that's a great thing. Like, China has to have looked at the fact that Russia has so more sanctions than ever issued by any all countries and the United Nations. Yeah, why wouldn't a country that's a superpower and relies on the world to distribute their goods knowingly, willfully, and intentionally? do something that could cause sanctions against them why why like why what what the hell is going i don't understand i i listen i'm not i i don't know i'm not a specialist in global affairs maybe someone or listening is and you can let us know but it seems like just a horrible idea and i, I think we need to have what happened to the dinosaurs uh, just a giant fireball comes out of the sky, and poof. 
probably solve a lot of issues, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I feel like at the same time, there'd be people trying to fix the issue caught in a fireball. Well, we just... I get... I guess that's collateral damage as long as the problem's solved. Listen, as but, long as we got two people left and one's a male, one's a female, we're good. And they don't sit below a tree with an apple hanging from it. Sounds about right. Um, okay. Anywho. Uh, moving on. We talked about... I, I actually brought him up. Um... A couple, couple episodes ago, on one of the Thursday episodes, I brought up the top conspiracy theories, specifically in the United States. And we had covered things such as aliens and Area 51 and the moon landing, so on and so forth. But when we were talking about those conspiracy theories, we were talking about ones that were fun, essentially, like the moon landing. No one, no one got hurt in the moon landing. Whether it was fake or not. I mean, maybe some microphone boom handler pulled a leg muscle or something trying to hold the microphone out of the way so that the camera filming the fake moon landing was getting a good shot. Um, Or, you know, Area 51. No one's, as far as we're aware, I mean, maybe, you never know. Uh, No one's been hurt there, but very popular conspiracy theorists. Uh, Alex Jones takes conspiracy theories to a political and emotional and physical hurt level, I guess I'll call it. Um, he's very popular and known for calling the Sandy Hook uh, elementary school shooting one of the... Ooh, you did it. You did it. I, I love it. One of the most prominent school shootings in American history. I think that's kind of what, honestly, you know, we look at Columbine and say, hey, that was kind of the start. I look at Sandy Hook and say, well, I think that was kind of really where we started chugging along on these school shootings. Because after that, the world literally kind of changed on, uh, now we, you know, between Columbine and Sandy Hook, we didn't hear a whole lot. I mean, we heard about school shootings and so forth. But now we just hear about them, like, literally every day. Or mass shooting every day. Um, anywho, he was a very prominent conspiracy theorist that literally called the entire thing a hoax. Now, I don't know about you, Bill, but when there's 26 people, 20 children, 6 adults dead... I'm pretty sure that's not a conspiracy theory. Right. Well, I mean, it. you got to understand, like, I'm not, trust me, I, I, I'm not sticking up for this in any way. But I'm just using, I'm looking at the logic that he said on, like, when he was on the stand, the evidence that they put forward, plus stuff that we already know is factual. Um, and, and factual not by the standard of, of, of Sandy Hook, but, like, just factual in, in the way the government... All governments do red flags. They do things to create stuff to make people mad so they can justify doing something else. That's just how it works. Now, not to defend him, but right afterwards, he had a guy on that was part of some, I don't know if it was a government thing or whatever, that was a part of red flags. And that, and that, like that's where, when we did the conspiracy theory videos, 9-11, 
you know, it was a whole conspiracy. People dug up all the smallest little things to find out that, you know, Bush was president and his brother owned a company that subcontracted for painters that were painting the World Trade Centers at the time. And that's when they came up with the whole, they were painting thermite. And that's why you see uh, streams of like molten lava spilling out of the side of the building before it even collapses. And like there was all kinds of conspiracies on that. So did Alex Jones start the conspiracy? I don't know. Probably because really, you know, no Fox News or or CNN or any of nobody was calling it fake. Uh but InfoWars made sure to run episode after episode after episode about it. But does the messenger deserve to be shot? You know, is is he obviously he owns InfoWars, so it doesn't make Aaron unless he says it does. But, like, is there a possibility that he's just that stupid and gullible that he believed everything he's seen and reported it as fact? I don't, know, or... I don't think so, because he's, even before this, he's had some pretty controversial issues. I, I Listen, I don't think he's... I, I'm pretty, I mean, just my opinion, I'm 99% sure that he just came up with this and said, yeah, that seems about right. Like yeah, you said, like... he owns InfoWars. They made countless, I don't even know how many episodes and videos on how it was a conspiracy theory and faked and uh, I don't know. My whole point to this, though, is that he was in court, uh, actually just came out of court, uh, in Texas, and the entire lawsuit was for $150 million. That was the, the amount. Uh, it was sought by the uh, parents of one of the six-year-olds that was shot. Um, and total, the jury awarded those parents who will... I believe they said they're going to obviously split it up and whatnot, but they, they awarded... Those parents, $49.3 million in uh, punitive damages and an additional $4.1 million in compensatory damages for what calling the hell it does a compensatory hoax. Mean? Oh, so now, see, that's that's a little out of control. So if you, I don't know. I mean, I let me just say, for the record, I believe and know Sandy Hook was real. That That happened. Then people died. Twenty six people dead, um, and then that the the t one of the teachers' kids is the one that did it. Uh, killed the mom beforehand, and then came to the school and killed people, and then killed himself. Uh, but like forty nine million, forty nine point three million, you said in punitive damages to be divided up against the what six families that well not even that it, it was literally given well i don't know what it is but the actual two people named on the lawsuit were neil uh i'm gonna butcher the last name helson and scarlett lewis who are the parents of one of the children that was killed so realistically speaking those 49 million dollars are only going to them Legally speaking. Now, obviously, whatever they do after, I'm sure, like I said, they're going to divvy it up and all that. But the, the 
two people actually listed on the lawsuit were those two. Um, and to answer your question, because we have talked about it before and it does get confusing, punitive damages are essentially, it's the punishment, right? And so instead of in, in civil trials, you can't go to jail unless obviously you lie or something under oath. Um, so there's punitive damages instead of jail time. So essentially it's equivalent in that respect. Um, when the individual's uh, actions are deemed harmful. And compensatory damages are essentially damages awarded for the, you know, they're equivalent to the loss of said party. So essentially what this jury did was said this six-year-old, Jesse Lewis, was the child, the, the kid that died. His life was worth $4.1 million. Now, I mean, I can do some quick math here real quick, but if we say that each each child was worth $4.1 million, if that's what this jury's saying, and there was 20 of them, that's $82 million in compensatory damages if that lawsuit was to be done 19 more times for the other children that were killed. Well, that might start. That might... they. What if all the other families decide to do this now? Is he going to have to yeah. go back to court that many times? Oh, yeah, 100%. Or he'll just plead guilty. Or essentially, he'll plead guilty and say, yeah. Um, but regardless, that's just the children. There's still six adults that were killed. And I'm sure, you know, there's going to be some money amount put on them. So, you know, again, the entire lawsuit for this was $150 million. Uh, obviously, they didn't come. I mean, they. Yeah, surprisingly, they came kind of close. They came over a third of the way there. Forty-nine point three million in punitive, four point one in compensatory. So you're fifty-three point four million dollars total. Uh, so I'm he, just going to raise my hand on this. Does this, since since basically Alex Jones is was found guilty and forced to pay money for reporting fake information, right? Essentially, yeah. Does that mean Trump could sue CNN? for all of the Russia hoax thing? I mean, potentially. Since it came out I, that he is actually... Well, and I only say that because if you look it up, you can Google it yourself, but Trump is seeking uh, donations, I guess you could say, to sue CNN. Yeah, but he's been doing that for a while, too. He's got a lot more than just that on him. Yeah, but couldn't he go to court then and just lay this whole case out and say, look, this guy, Alex Jones, for the sake of this, CNN, post, you know, went on a rant for days and days and days about how this is fake and that these people didn't die and blah, blah, blah. But if we flip the script and say, you know, they went on TV for months and months and months and said that I was working with the Russians and the only reason that I was elected is because the Russians interfered and, hey, we have proof that it didn't now because they came out and said the Mueller report said there was there's no proof the dossier was found to be completely fabricated they have enough proof to do that couldn't he just sue the brakes off of CNN and basically just lay that paper down and say I don't know why we have to have a jury like here's the precedent you know here's the facts here's the precedent go for it I mean probably um I don't know obviously it's going to depend on which state he's using them too Every state's well, got have, different laws, but he would have to sue them in New York because that's where they're headquartered at, and that's no. where they were broadcasting it out of. Sandy Hook, 
So then well, the Sandy Hook shooting happened in Newtown, Connecticut, yet a Texas jury just awarded these $53 million in damages. Right, where, but where was InfoWars being recorded and streamed from? They have to, like, you can't, if you own a company and I sue your but company, that's... we can't go to a neutral state unless there's a conflict of interest. Yeah, you can, because that's how, that's what, uh, um... Right, but it, in, in legal terms, it's called a change of venue. And when you have a change of venue request, it's because, as the, like, say, the defense, which that's usually the one that would request a change of venue, because why would the prosecution change venue? But if the defense issues a change of, requ- or a change of venue, um, it's because they put forward some kind of evidence that says, we're not going to get treated fairly in this court or this state. We need to go to another neutral state. But if nobody does a change of venue, then it just goes to that state Supreme Court or that whatever, wherever, whatever level that conflict is on, that's what court it goes to. So I'm, I mean, I'm assuming that InfoWars was out of Texas. And because they were suing Alex Jones, and they were probably suing Alex Jones and InfoWars, probably InfoWars in specific, but Alex Jones as a subsidiary, they had to go where that company was registered, and that led them to Texas. I'm just going to do a quick Google search and find out where InfoWars headquarters well, is. Well, the reason I bring that up is if we look back to the Johnny Depp-Amber Heard trial, that was a civil trial. That was done in Virginia. Neither of them had ties to Virginia. And in fact, Depp's lawyer said, yeah, we moved it to Virginia because they have better laws for uh, defamatory uh, remarks. Well, then the only thing I could think of there would be that both sides decided to do that because uh, you could put a block to like a a, a motion to block. So if um, if you're suing me for whatever reason that you'd want to sue me for in this this hypothetical thing and i live in pa you live in new york but you decide to sue me for something that i said to you or i put out on the internet about you but if we go to new york neither one of us are going to settle good because if it comes back that i'm right you're going to get screwed and if it comes back you're right i'm going to get screwed pa let's just face it pa has the worst judicial system in probably America, second to New York. <laughs> You've never um, been to New York, so... <laughs> it's, it's a very terrible situation. So let's just go to Wisconsin. You know, or fucking let's go to South Dakota and have it, because win or lose, we'll both get the fair kind of treatment. So, like, there was a chance in that whole Johnny Depp thing that he could have been found guilty and Amber Heard could have could have won, which meant that if, yeah, if okay. Johnny... If jo- well, I mean, there's a chance. There's always a chance. So if Johnny Depp's team initiated the move to West Virginia or Virginia, wherever the hell it was, and he was found guilty, then that's pie in his face and money out of his wallet. Wow. So, but I, I mean, either way, good, good for what happened here because there's 26 people laying in the ground or cremated and or whatever, however they were disposed of. And there was no justice for the families because the, the dude that did it killed himself. Yeah. Uh, oh. Something Lanza. I remember Lanza's popping into my head now, and I don't know why, but that's got to be the guy's name. Um, 
Adam Lanza. That's the damn killer's name. I just popped it right in my head. Uh, but either way, the Alex Jones and Infowars, what they put out was insensitive. Like it's just something you don't you shouldn't do that. Like even if even if you know it's fake and you could prove beyond a reasonable doubt it's fake. Don't, yeah, don't put no. it out there. And and don't put it out there just because there's families that have actually lost kids in things like that. So don't don't put that that out there and, and basically rub it in their face. Yeah. Exactly. Um and just to wrap up how much of an asshole Alex Jones and his lawyer were, uh his lawyer requested that the total compensation be limited to eight dollars completely just eight like less than a ten dollar bill uh eight dollars a person no no total for uh the 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 damages um one one dollar for each charge that was being fought um so but we're not done with this because uh Alex Jones's Alex Jones's lawyer was so stupid enough to send him a literal archive of his entire phone to the, the uh, prosecution team. So, Sim- simple simple Google search found that uh, Alex Jones is only worth five million dollars. Yeah, well, uh, he's, he said anything over two million would literally crumple him. Yeah, he's only worth five million, which means that. million is eight times almost the amount that he's worth so he there's no way he's paying that back he's got to get a good job we've already seen it with the entire amber heard johnny depp trial she's already filed for bankruptcy sold her house moving out and is pretty much selling everything she has in order to start paying this before she starts getting in some legal issue because of it so uh yeah that's coming down the line for him too Bye bye, Alex Jones and Infowars. Nice knowing you. Yeah, they're already shut down. But Jesus Christ! All right, we got to get going here. We're we're running out of time. Yeah, we you only got one more topic here, so. Uh, and it's not really a big, massive. I mean, it's important. I mean, but it's, it's nothing we can't. I mean, it's impressive though. I I I wish I would go there. Yeah, it it's not something that there's a lot of information or facts on that you can't already Google or YouTube yourself. But the date has been announced that on August 29th, NASA is going to launch the SLS system containing Artemis 1 to the moon. We go into the moon, Alice. And eh, we're going to fake it again. Yep, we're going to do all, spend all that money <laughs> in paper and budget. And, yeah, you know, we're just... We're going to fake it again. Know. No, I mean, it's... That, uh... them, Saturn, them Saturn rockets, they're probably out by, you know, they're in another galaxy just floating away. Just <laughs> Yeah. Um... No, I mean, it's it's good to see that we're going back to the moon. And, I mean, they're already pr- planning, obviously, the crewed mission uh, to go to the moon again, uh, which is nice to see. Uh, I'm excited for it. Like I said, I, I would go and watch it uh, if I was not on the complete northern side of the country when they're on the complete southern side. And I really just, I got too much shit going on to go down there. But Oh, hell, I ain't going all the way down there just to watch a fireball go up in the sky, like... I could watch. I mean, there's. A, more, that, there's. I'm just saying, there's a chance that it could go up and come right back down. Yeah, but I could watch that on TV or on YouTube and get like a zoomed in. I could read the words on the side of the rocket kind of view, 
that you can't. That's like it, it. That's the experience, right? Because if you if you're a wrestling fan, if you're a NASCAR fan, if you're a football fan, it doesn't matter what sport or anything like that. That's a live event. You're better to watch it on TV or on YouTube as it's happening live because you can sit in the stands, but you're not going to then get the view of inside the car, right? Or you can sit in the stands, but you're up in the nosebleed seats and the guy sitting at home has a camera that has him right next to the guy that's snapping the ball. I mean, that's true. But you put the money out to say, I went there when it happened. I was there. I couldn't see a goddamn thing, but I was there when it happened. You don't get the experience. That's all. You know, a lively experience in person. Wrestling, you order a pay-per-view for 50 bucks. Okay, you spent 75 on your your ticket to go get a relatively bad seat. Plus the gas to get there, you're well over $100. You could have bought a case of beer, ordered the pay-per-view, sat home, got drunk, fell asleep, and didn't have to worry about a hotel or anything after that. That's true. Um, I will say, though, uh, NASA is expecting 100,000 people to attend to watch this fake launch into the air. Yep. Um, yep. So, hopefully, and there's... out of the out of the hundred thousand, though, they're they're thinking that it's going to be about seventy to eighty thousand people witnessing their very first ever live launch. Yeah. Well, and and that's just a thing. Also, like nobody gave a shit about. Like we talked earlier about politics. You know, Trump came into presidency, and then everybody all of a sudden cared about politics. Nobody gave a shit about space until SpaceX started landing rockets. Then well, everybody's like, ooh, okay. this is cool. Quick sidetrack here. I'm just going to say NASA came out and said um, the other day that because Elon was on with Joe Rogan and they might have smoked some sort of marijuana. I don't know the full story there, but they came out and said, hey, listen, uh, you got to pass a drug test, you know, just a reminder to keep your contract with us and the initial thought i said was what the fuck he owns the own company uh he okay whatever um but everyone literally said and goes you do realize though that if you terminate spacex's contract right right now because of this over marijuana that is mainly legal in the united states um that you will literally be taking like 50 steps back and going back in time 50-something years because you're right back to ground zero. Because we sure as hell aren't using Russian rockets anymore. Uh, well, what, what, what is he doing? Like, okay, I could understand the people that are there building stuff, building the, the, the star base at, in Cape Canaveral. Pass a drug test so they don't, you know, because it's obviously a liability. You might hurt somebody or whatever. Elon's just sitting back collecting money. Like, why does he have to pass a drug test? He should be able to walk down the street with a blunt in his mouth and be like, I'm a billionaire. Fuck you. Uh, I own SpaceX. I'm not doing nothing of relevancy, really. Like, I'm approving and denying concepts and ideas. But other than that, and, and even if he says it, but like, everything that I've approved, I was so stoned, I don't even remember it. But it worked. So, uh, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, who cares? Listen, like I said, uh, if they do like you know pull his contract, they won't. It was a, it was a political media thing. Um, they're just taking so many steps back that it's not worth it for them. That's all. Uh, yeah, basically. 
so I guess we're going to the moon or not, whatever you believe in. Uh, and that's a good conspiracy to think about, I guess. Yeah. So as of now, if you're listening to this, uh, August 29th, I don't know the time. They didn't post a time yet. But August 29th, 2022 is the scheduled launch of Artemis 1, which is going to send a probe around the moon. It's going to fly around the moon for like 11 or 6 to 11 days. Well, actually, the whole mission is 6 to 11 days. So who knows? It fly around the moon a day or two or five before it heads back to the Earth and splash lands in the ocean. Uh, and then the next one after that, which is, I guess, currently scheduled for 2024, is going to be the first manned mission to the moon. Um, so keep your eyes on YouTube. Keep your eyes on whatever TV station you watch that you watch missions go up. But if it changes, you know, hey, that's just the nature of the beast. Yep, so I'm just uh, back that. May 2024 is going to be the uh, Artemis 2, which is the, the first crude. And then they're scheduling um, sometime in late 2024 to early 2025, the launch of Artemis 3, uh, which will essentially be, a, it'll be a second launched um second man launch system and it'll be an exploration mission out there so just just on the topic of elon musk before we hit into the the wrapping this up is what was it yesterday or the day before spacex launched a south korean satellite or a south korean probe to the moon hmm. well that's a great uh great thing about not being one agency is you can take uh contracts from other things Screw you, NASA. We got other places to go. See that? Hey, you bastards. Little fuckers. Uh, anywho, you got any final thoughts about today, Bill, before we move on? Call quits. Uh, I, brought, I brought it up in the Thursday episode that just took place here a couple days ago, but I want to also say that, you know, anybody that listened to that, my dog is doing a little bit better now. She's actually moving around and using the bathroom on her own. She doesn't look so lethargic. So, but continue to keep you know, show love to your pets and they're part of your family. Yeah. That. Don't love your your actually family members. Just focus on your pets. Yeah, they're a, more loyal to you. They are. Most most of the time. Um anywho. Bill, why don't you uh do your favorite part of every episode and tell yeah. them about the Discord. Alrighty. Hey, look, I'm not great at long strings of letters and numbers. So Matt's going to put a link to it where you can find it in the description of either the YouTube or wherever you're listening to this uh, on the audio version to our Discord. Come in there, tell us how stupid we are, how smart we are, things we're doing right, wrong, topics we're covering too much, topics we're not covering enough of. Um, you know, we also in there, we have sponsor programs where you can get on this podcast and advertise yourself, your your stream, your company, whatever, the price ranges go from very cheap to a little bit more expensive, depends on what your budget is, but we'll be glad to have you there. Either way, join the Discord because we hop in from time to time, keep shit with people, make posts that we don't talk about on here, uh, interact and engage with people. Just a good spot to be. Yeah, and uh, on top of that, uh, we've mentioned it the last few episodes, and we're excited to announce that me and Bill will be having our own individual podcast coming out this week. 
So you're going to hear this on Monday. Uh, and then obviously we'll have our normal Thursday episode like always. Don't worry, we're not going anywhere because me and Bill like to argue and fight and talk about things all the time. Uh, so don't worry, we're, you know, the two dudes with a view podcast isn't going anywhere. But starting Tuesday and on Friday, I will have my own podcast coming out called Matt's Mindset. On Wednesday and uh, Saturday, Beers with Bill, featuring Bill, will come out. And this is really just, uh, they're, they're both podcasts that really just allow us to step be back. Us. Yeah, step back, be us, talk about things that we just want to literally rant about for 30 minutes-ish. And, and that's about it. So if you're sick and tired of hearing Bill's voice and you want to hear just mine... There you go. If you're sick and tired of hearing my voice and you want to hear just Bill, there you go. Uh, I'll put the, put the links to the, uh, the websites for both of those down below. Again, Tuesday is the first release of mine. Uh, Wednesday is the first release of Bill's. And I can already tell you, we've done some discussion back and forth about the topics that we're going to cover uh, starting off. And both of them are uh, pretty interesting topics. So you won't want to miss either one of them. And then, I, again, on Thursday, we're not going anywhere. We'll be right back. Me and Bill fighting about serials or conspiracy theories. or Yeah, because it's your time now. I made it today. So oh, it's yours. I, I got a real good one because I had this argument with someone the other day. And I already know what's happening. Don't worry. Uh, so with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. And, again, check both uh, mine and Bill's podcasts out now Monday, or excuse me, Tuesday and Wednesday. And we'll see you Thursday right back here for uh, what is bound to be a very conflicting show. I can promise you that. Uh, But with that being said, thank you all for tuning in. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you Thursday. Have a good one, guys. Later.